Gracias, Cuplas. I'm Patricia, Imperfectly Patricia, and I'd like to start off our first episode of the Cuplas Podcast by introducing the other three girls who make up Cuplas Podcast. So first we have Desvina, the sweet Greek. Yeah. And Laurel, pneumatic homebody. Hi. And you might recognize their voices from their Christiana lives and more recently their Capaneo lives. And they're both from here in the States. And then we have Danae, original Vosreal. Yes, yes. And she's the Nifi behind the husband-wife Greek brand based out of Canada. We are so excited to have our Kuklis podcast. And I don't know, I'm just going to address it. Is it not completely weird that we have never met each other before? We are not like, uh, you know, IRL contacts with each other. <laughs> I love it. This is true. <laughs> Very true. No, I love that you say it like that because uh, in IRL, like most like podcasts you like listen to, like people know each other. They're sitting on a couch together and here we are like everywhere around the world. But I think that's so telling of who the Greeks are. The North American Greeks that we have here. That's <laughs> who makes up our Googles. Definitely telling like of who Greeks in, in Northern America have become like to find a sense of community. You know, we find it everywhere. We're like, if you're Greek, you're my best friend forever. And being Greek is what brought us together, ultimately. The connection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Danae, you said it perfectly when we had been chatting. I had brought up the idea that, like, if you girls weren't Greek, there's no way I would be doing this. Like, I would be finding this so weird to be FaceTiming and collaborating and, you know, doing something like this together with people that I've never met before, I would find it so strange. But the fact that we're all Greek, I'm like, ah, you know what? Come take a tour of my house. Let me tell you my personal stories. Like completely letting my guard down only because of the fact that we're all Greek. Danae, you have said before, like, it's like we're, yeah, Yeah, we're totally like cousins or something. Like we just never met. We haven't met yet, but we, we will one day. That's just like a special connection that we have all together, you know, being yes. uh, Greek North Americans, Greek Canadians, Greek Americans. It's like if you needed a kidney, I got you. And it, I don't need like any prerequisites. Like, <laughs> no negative, just so you guys know, if you need me. I don't even know my blood type. I think I, I don't either. I don't. I think I'm like B positive, so... I got you. I got you, girls. That's very your personality, isn't it? Yeah, because you be positive. You say positive. Oh, that's Smart, smart. Yes, yes. <laughs> be positive, duh. I'm really enjoying these, like, little, like, COVID snaps because they, the clubhouse brought us together. No, not us, but the clubhouse brought us together as, like, a Greek community online during the pandemic. And then the second wave with the Omicron, um, this has come about and it's like the the minutes of stillness we keep finding things that are building within our community and we keep needing a sense to connect right like it's like you were saying like you'd have a tour of my house like have you ever like invited a greek person over and they start like going through your things and it's totally fine and it's like you're like you don't have a problem with it for some reason but like if if a stranger came into your house or a, a boyfriend came into your house and started rifling through your your drawers you'd be like excuse me do we need to have a boundary talk but greek people do it you're like I don't know how to argue. I don't like, is it because we don't know how to argue with Greek people? Cause we'll probably lose or it'll like be like three hours later. Or is it just like, whatever. It's fine. I think it's, I think it's like our, uh, like with Greeks, we, 
kind of expect that there's going to be no boundaries. So I guess you have no expectations, but totally, you know, it's just like, you kind of are like, oh, but I have to be the hostess with the mostess always. Like I have, like this represents the family. I can't have them be going to church and telling their Thea who knows, like my priest at my church in San Diego is from Buffalo, New York and taught my like Thea who lives in Pasadena, Greek back in the day from Buffalo, New York, they're on like, and then he's now in San Diego. That yeah, can get yeah. back to my family. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> There's a, a lot of pressure though. It's a, the news travels fast. Yes. Like, I wonder if we do it for like the sense of community or the pressure of it. You know what I mean? But I do agree with the sense of community. I remember when I was in boot camp, um, the first week of boot camp is one of the most difficult. You'll have recruits actually doing things to try to get out of being in the Navy, because it's like they change their mind instantly, they see how awful it is. And the chaplain of the boot camp in Great Lakes was Greek. His name was Lieutenant Commander Yanuli. And he immediately he recognized that I was Greek, my name and everything. And he pulled me aside. He said, Listen, if you ever need to call your parents, you come tell them you need to go see the chaplain and I got you. So he gave me like unlimited calls where you'd get like, you'd get like five minutes a week to like call home and tell mom and dad you're fine. (laughs) <laughs> but with him, he was like, you're Greek. Come on, come in my office. You're good. And I'd talk to family for hours. That's beautiful. And like, that's an amazing thing with our community, especially like I was saying here in the States, in Canada, we have our own little micro community of Greek Americans, Greek Canadians that we have like that bond with each other. I mean, even I don't know about you guys, but like we use a lot of slang in my household, like words that I feel like Yaya has made up like Garo is instead of Amaxi or Aftokinido. But like, if I say this same word to any other Greek American, they know exactly what I'm talking about. But if I went to Greece, <laughs> they'd be looking at me like I had three heads. You know, yeah, because um, when you go to Greece, you meet a Greek on the street, like you go to Monisanaki and someone's like, oh, come back to my house. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, American- you look like a lukumi, so maybe I come. <laughs> right? <laughs> and sometimes they're like, Ela, like, sweet, come here. You're like, I'm in a, the metros that way. Bye. Like, I gotta, like, it's been real nice. Like, please don't talk to my mom if you know her at church. But like, also, I don't want to end up in your fridge. So bye. <laughs> But like here, you hear all the stories of like, have you ever like been on Bumble swiping and it's like a Greek guy and you're like, oh, we're married. It's fine. It's totally great. We're going to get married. Great. There's one that's single, not a creeper. Like, like, obviously, like, been looking for me his whole life because he already checked 20 boxes. Like, not in like, nothing literally could like have be unemployed, still living with his mother. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to get married. But you see that in Greece and you're like, I got to run like the other way it's just this weird phenomenon but it's actually really nice you have greeks who come from here who come into the greek american world that we've created here the sense of community and they identify themselves and put themselves in there and it's like a completely you know more concentrated world for them even where they get to feel that sense of community more so than they do even in greece some of like greek americans are more greek like more Greek proud Greek, if that makes sense. Like we're wearing those flags. We've got that Mati flying, you know, in Greece, they just are. Very true. Yeah. Like with our cars, I was even, I was driving behind someone the other day. They had um, on their 
rearview mirror, they had the little boxing gloves of their culture. And I remember thinking like when I was little growing up, everybody's papu used to have the boxing gloves with the little Greek flag hanging. Like I was wondering, like, is this as popular in Greece or is this our way of having our Greek pride here in the States and in Canada? Oh, it's definitely our way of having our Greek pride, I think. Yeah, totally. I haven't, I haven't seen it like that in Greece. Like they'll have flags on their balcony. But I also think it's how we identify ourselves, right? Like how we identify ourselves to ourselves. Like, oh, you're me. You're one of us. Let's go get coffee. I'm, I'm, I got an hour to spare. Yeah. Well, in Greek, you're, in Greece, you're Greek. You don't have to let people know that. But here, it, it is a prideful thing for me to be like, yes, I'm Greek. I, am. I think Greeks in general are just very proud. And it's like, <laughs> like I, I remember having a conversation with Thespin and Laurel. And it was like, we were talking about how it just kind of takes over everything else. Like, I'm half Greek, but it's like, it becomes your whole world. And like, whenever you meet someone, it's like, oh, you're Greek. And it's like, that's the only thing that like really stands out. You know what I mean? And it's like, they somehow, even if they're not Greek, they somehow have a connection and they'll be like, oh, have you tried that Greek restaurant? Or, oh, uh, I've been to Greece before. Classic. Oh, hey, do you know that Greek person that uh, they live in Toronto and they do whatever? And like, and then somehow you know them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like that happens a lot. <laughs> I don't know what's worse is the fact that they ask you if you know the person who's like thousands of miles away or the fact that we do know the person because it happens all the time I want to become like I want to be offended so badly but I can't because I'm like oh yeah no they're related to my tia panayota through marriage (laughs) and we go to all the same family functions or yeah 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 they go to my church and their cousin does my hair like there's always (laughs) some type of connection like everyone knows everybody it's it's insane yeah I I that's a creepy thing, actually, I find. <laughs> like when you're like at a family or not even a, a Greek function or whatever, and like somebody comes up to you and they know who you are. They're like, oh, is it these Vicky's? And I'm like, how did you know that? I've never seen you in my life. Like, where, where did you come from? Like, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, like say hi to your mom, right? For me. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, who was that? Who was that? Like, I, ca- I can't even tell her because I don't even know who that was. It's like, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. In like the nicest way, though. Like, it's like, I kind of miss it. Like, I, I, I strayed away from it for a while because I was like Greek all the time. Like you said, like, it takes over. But like, you miss it when you don't have it. It's so true. Like, it actually feels really nice to be included. Or to be part of a community where like you're missed. Like, you know, we like leave school or whatever. And like, like, you know, like we, we don't like the Regina Kings of school and we don't like, you know, the gossip of high school. But once you leave, you're like, wait, I'm not a part of it anymore. Like people don't care about me anymore to talk about me, but then we have church. So it's fine. (laughs) And now we have this, the online Greek community. Yes, which is amazing. It's like, I don't know about you guys, but like I have found so many Greek people coming out of like everywhere in social media to be completely supportive of me and they don't even know me which is like a beautiful thing about our community uh I feel exactly the same way Patricia it's like all this just love out of nowhere and I don't even I don't even know and some of these people at all and I've never even met them but it's like they 100% support you and they love what you're doing yeah it's it's really uh refreshing it's nice because they want to see you like supported they want to see you thrive simply because you're greek which i think is another 
you know, phenomenon. But it's like, that's what brought us together was this like, oh, wait, we'd actually get along in real life. Like in IRR, like, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> How does it go? R&R? I don't know. I don't know. They should work. I is coming through, guys. Sorry. <laughs> if I like saw, for example, like an, a bracelet of Vostrios or like and keychain of imperfect i mean they're great stuff so i probably would but like would i buy it and then it's like oh wait they're greek yeah i'm gonna buy this like yep. it literally could be like you know got the emojis on a bracelet and i'd buy it because it's a greek person it's not thank god and please go to imperfectly patricia and look at their amazing jewelry because Janae and patricia both design it but my point is, is that it could literally be <laughs> I get I get where you're going with this that like we we will um go out of our way to support someone from our own community versus like you know you might not have an interest in it all of a sudden you know it's Greek I know like even my baba does that with like movies he's like oh there's a Greek actor now we have to watch it and I'm like you had no interest in watching this movie or um you know, we have a local chain. It's like a Dunkin' Donuts kind of thing nearby. And I was complaining about Starbucks one day. And my dad was like, well, why you don't go to the Greek place? That's where, you you know, you're spending money at Starbucks, but you can support the, the Greek brand, which is totally on point, you know, started switching it up and going there for my coffee in the morning. Did your dad ever, like at the end of movies, make you sit there and watch the credits and go through each one to see who's Greek. They're Greek. Absolutely. It's really funny. Tony does like a whole thing on Hoopla Greeks about it. And it's hilarious. It's like they get called into a room and the guy's like, hold on. I got to see where the Greeks are here. Oh, look, there's a Greek. And he keeps calling and interrupting this person working to be like, look, there's a Greek. Look, there's a Greek. But I think this is also what brings us together too, is that we have these shared memories that our collective memories, it doesn't matter if like you're like in the middle of nowhere with like your one, you know, you don't have a Greek town, you don't have, you know, Greek community around you, you still have these shared collective memories that if you do get dropped in Chicago town or Greece, you fit in really well. It is crazy that it's like we know so much about each other without ever actually knowing each other. And it's like we were raised together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I may not have the same memories as you. Like I was not there. We did not experience that together, but I have experienced it one way or another, or I have a cousin that experienced that same thing. Or I went to a friend's house and experienced that. Like, have you ever like gone to a friend's house to pick her up, like to go partying, like when you're 18 to like 25 and they're still living at their parents' house. And like you go in and it's like, oh, you're leaving? Be safe, be this. But then they're like (laughs) 15 year old boy is like leaving out the door and like gets nothing has been said nothing like I'm an only child so like I never had to experience this but you guys not being only children I can relate to that because I literally walked in and was treated like a child of that woman and meanwhile you have to give your parents everybody's phone numbers that's going to be attending their parents phone numbers their pager numbers every yeah everybody's everyone's emergency contact god forbid i can't get a hold of you i want the friend's number and if i can't get a hold of them i want their parents number so i can see what's going on they, you know they worry i hate to break it to you guys but uh that doesn't stop happens. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like where are you going why are you going there are you gonna are you hungry did you eat something and i'm like mom like i'm okay like i'm good well are you gonna be home late does like you don't you have work tomorrow and i'm like the list goes on (laughs) 
Do you ever get the great guilt? But there might not be. Um, Greek yes. guilt? Yes. Honey, have you, no, you've met my mom. <laughs> you've met her. Cute is. She's really. I think there, it's like there, it, that's, the guilt is instilled in Greek mothers. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just there. And I don't even know if they sometimes mean it. Oh, no, they it's don't. Just na- it just naturally flows it's, through them. It's not guilt. It's reasoning. It's trying to change your perspective so you can understand and not have regrets in your future. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other side of it, eh? Got it. Another yeah, perspective. I thought it was to give me anxiety and have me second guess every single thing I do with my no, life, no, every no, life no, choice, no. and then make me have anxiety about it. Do you find that it gets worse? Because like, I've gotten to the age where I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm like, I, I do have like the two perspectives. Like, yes, two plus two is five. I'm not going to argue with you. That's how it is. Like, I'm good. Like, we're not going to have this conversation. But with my mother, for some reason, um, I am all about like, I'm just like, mom, we need to have this conversation here on my boundaries. And she's like, I didn't mean it that way. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, there's no other way to mean this. I don't understand. I just feel like it gets worse and worse. Um, I remember in high school, like, do you remember when like low rise jeans were a thing? Oh, How gosh, were they you were see the hip bones? I am so happy they are not around anymore. <laughs> and they are not stylish anymore. But I just remember when like, I would wear those and it would be like, I'd come over to my Yagan Papu's house and like, I'd come over, you know, with my friends or whatever for lunch. Cause like my Yagan would be like, come for lunch and what do you want to eat and whatever. So we would go and then like, you know, my Papu would be sitting there and he'd be like, uh, excuse me, your creator are showing. And I'm like, what the actual people? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like your your Greta are showing that means okay for those of you who don't know what that means that means your meat are showing your meat okay and <laughs> and after that line it was you better be careful because the dogs is gonna bite you what dogs what dogs okay the men the men the dogs the dogs Meanwhile, I'm like grade eight, and I'm like, what in the world? What are you talking about? Like, I would have oh been at, at the um the hunting store, like buying bear spray or something. <laughs> like, so paranoid that the dogs are gonna come out and bite my meat. <laughs> They're gonna eat my meat. <laughs> Did you ever take like their like what they said to you like super seriously? Like it was actually a thing. Like my grandma used to tell me like like. Jane the Virgin status, like with her little flower and the gardenia. But like, she was like, your virginity is like a diamond. You can spruce it up, but you can't give it away. I legit thought I had a diamond. Legit. Like I was eight years old. I legit thought it was a diamond. So people would call it a flower or whatever. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it's a diamond. Like you can, (laughs) but like, you can't like, and I don't want to give diamonds away. I totally understood that analogy. She knew who she was. She knew, she knew the person she was talking to, man. But like grandparents would say things and you'd like, take it so literally and I don't understand how they did that and I won't terrify grandchildren like that I don't know man I got like the opposite from your grandma (laughs) okay so when I had my first boyfriend my yeah yeah like straight up was like Danai are you you and that boy together doing things and I'm like no god yeah what the hell man no what like what you meanwhile like you know and I'm like no yeah no 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 and she's like 
okay, because if you have the sex one time, you're going to want it all the time. And I'm like, I was like scarred. I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Meanwhile, my mom was like completely opposite. Like, you know, like we didn't really talk about that stuff. But here's my, yeah, like telling me to like, you know, just so you know, remember, if you do it, you're going to want it all the time. That was my mom. My mom was like that. Oh, but was she, but was she saying it as a deterrent? You know what I mean? Like, um, I think she was saying once you pop the fun, don't stop. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, but I that would just like, make me want to go do it. But like, do you ever notice that they gave us like advice that's totally relevant and so smart? And you're like, thank you for that advice. But like, could you have maybe prefaced it that like this would have been relevant between these ages? Like when I talk to kids now, I'm like, look, this is what you need to know. You're like eight now, but this is what you need to know at 13. This is what you need to know at 16. This is what you need to know at 18, 13. Like, you know, these ages, this is where this information is valuable. Like, I feel like I was given way too much valuable information when I was too young to digest it properly or even understand life. But at the same time, you have to understand that like our parents, like at least I remember with my dad, like he was working at five years old. He was walking wine bottles for miles. He would bust a, um, a Greek restaurant so they could have food and eat. Like, so they grew up differently. Uh, one cousin quit school at 14 so he could help his mom pay the bill, but it's different for us now. So they have that mentality of these are the life lessons that you need to know. And for us, it's like, yeah, but that's not happening yet. They lived their life so that we could live our life the way we do we have what we have because of the sacrifices that they made for us we wouldn't be here on the lives and doing a podcast if it wasn't for everything that they put into it well also all of us are children of immigrants we're Mm -hmm. all first second third generation and that is another part of it that brings us together i think it's another reason why when we say oh you're greek we're like, oh, we're great too, because we've all, like, we all have the benefits of the community, but we all also have the sacrifices of the community and the sacrifices our four parents made. With today's climate, everything going on, especially with COVID um, and feeling alone growing up as an only child, ironically, in the Greek community, but without a Greek community, I love the fact that this has brought us together, that me getting in contact with Laurel and Laurel putting all of us together, like not only is it a sense of family, but sisterhood. Adelfimo. Yes, kuklitsas. I love it. I love the kuklis that have come together. I love the bond. It is beautiful. And I cannot wait to see this blossom and continue. And hopefully, you know, everyone listening, go head over to Spotify, subscribe Kuklis Podcast, head over to Instagram and follow us Kuklis Podcast on Instagram. And then make sure you go follow all four of us so that you can kind of get an idea of what's to come. And we look forward to bringing some more episodes your way. Ah, bye.